Good morning, and God bless you. And thank you for joining us on the Ignite, Availing Ministries Ignite Prayer Call. I am your servant leader, the Prophetess Latarsha Pratt, and it is my honor, privilege to be on the call this morning to share and release what the Lord has given us to get your day started. We are also partnering this month with Pastor Leroy McDowell and the Gate Restoration Center um, during their 31-day spiritual fitness challenge. Um, If any of you that are part of this congregation on this call have any questions concerning um, the scriptures being taught or the prayer that's being prayed, we will open up the lines at the end of prayer um, for a a brief Q&A. This morning, um, the prayer focus is the power to choose joy, the power to choose joy. So to start this off, um, let's visit a couple of scriptures. First one is Galatians 5, 22, which introduces us to um, joy being a fruit of the Spirit. So that's Galatians 5.22 says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control against such there is no law. So what is joy? Now, in the Greek word, um, joy in this particular verse of Scripture uh, is a combination of the word chara, and it is derived from both the words charis, meaning grace or gift, as well as the word charos, which means rejoice or to express joy. So here we understand that uh, joy is a fruit um, of the spirit. It's a spiritual gift from God. It's the gift God has given us to be able or graced us to be able to rejoice or to express joy. And why is this important for us to know that this is a gift from God? Because then it um, enables us to make a choice when we're going through situations and circumstances. We understand that joy is a choice. Joy is the settled assurance that God is in control of all the details of my life. The quiet confidence that ultimately everything is going to be all right and the determined choice to praise God in every situation. <clears throat> so um, that is the, that's very powerful for us to have the understanding um, that joy is a choice. And the reason that's um, important for us to be reminded of that is because there are so many things going on, especially in present day There are lots of challenges. There are lots of things for us to be concerned about that's going on in this world, in our private lives. And it is a comfort to know that we don't have to be consumed by the storms, the trials, the tribulations, the disappointments, the discouragements. But even in the midst of those things which challenge us on our journey, we can choose to rejoice. We can choose to express joy. God has given us the ability and the gift to choose joy. Joy is the 
settled assurance that God is in control of all of the details of our lives the quiet confidence that ultimately everything is going to be all right and the determined choice to praise God in every situation. Joy is also important because there is research that has taken place to prove that joy boosts our immune systems. It helps us to fight stress and pain, and joy also improves our chance of living a longer life. Now, why does God give us? Joy. We we just said that it's a gift from God. Joy flows from a deeply rooted conviction. This is this is what I believe. This is uh what I stand on. Uh this is what my hope is in. It's a deeply rooted conviction that not only does God cause all things to work together, as he said in Romans eight, for the good of those who love him but inherently enjoy. So what does that mean, inherit enjoy? That means that this gift of joy that God has given me, in this gift, there's another gift wrapped up in joy. In the inherent gift of joy is the sense of delight in God that can cause our heart to smile even if things on the outside seem to be falling apart. So this is powerful. This is the reason why um, we're we're talking about the power to choose joy, and uh, because this is what God has given us the power to choose joy. Now, the first verse of scripture I want to look at here is in the book of James, the first chapter. And we'll begin reading at the first verse. And we're also reading um, from the Amplified Bible. So the first verse, first scripture we visited was Galatians 5 and 22. And that introduces us to um, joy being given to us, joy being a fruit of the Spirit and it being given to us um, by God. So here, let's see what James has to say. Um, concerning joy. First, uh, James 1, starting at the first verse, James, a bond servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. To the 12, we're reading in the Amplified, to the 12 uh, Hebrew tribes scattered abroad among the Gentiles in the dispersion, greetings and rejoice. Second verse says, consider it nothing but joy my brothers and sisters, whenever you fall into various trials, be assured that the testing of your faith through experience produces endurance and endurance leading to the spiritual maturity and inner peace. And let this endurance have its perfect result and do a thorough work so that you may be perfect and completely developed in your faith lacking in nothing. Why? Okay, what is James saying here? He's saying that, first of all, let's call attention to who he's talking to. He's talking to the Hebrews, the people of God, who have been scattered abroad. Now, this is very significant because that's what's going on with us in present day. Um, We understand that um, in in the the spiritual climate of the body of Christ right now, there are so many things going on 
um, that has shaken folk up in their lives. Uh, things are going on in the world, um, things falling apart in your lives. Some of us have strayed. Some of us um, are questioning our position in God um, because of what we're going through. Some of us have been disillusioned um, by the body of Christ or by the church um, because of church hurt. Um, you know, that's a common thing these days. So right now, um, it's a rally to those um, who belong to God, who know God, uh, to to bring our minds in and to refocus on who we are and on the power and authority that we have, even in trying times. So James is telling us in the second verse um, to look at our trials and tribulations differently than folk who don't know God would. You know, challenges and storms and things like that really come to shake us, and it really comes um, to get us off track. But James here is encouraging us as we are today. This is a word of encouragement um, that despite what you're going through, however hard it may seem, however painful your situation may be, however tumultuous things may be. You may feel like you don't have any control. You may feel like um, there's one thing after. If it's not one thing, it's another. You may feel as though you're taking hits um, on every end. But here James is saying instead of it looking looking at it in a negative way or um, regarding it as a burden, consider it. You have the power, the ability, even the authority given by God to even consider or look at your trials um, and tribulations uh, to consider and count it as joy. Remember what we said, joy is a choice. You have the power to choose joy. Why? Because these things, um, it says be assured in the third verse. Remember we said that it's an assurance that God is in control. So be assured. Rest on this, that the testing of your faith through these trials, um, the testing of your faith produces endurance. What does that mean? The reason why I'm going to choose joy, even though the situation seems dark, is because I understand, number one, that all things work together for the good of them who love the Lord and to, for them who are called according to his purpose, because I identify with that. James is saying this is going to, these, this is only coming to be used by God to strengthen you in your faith, to mature you in your position and proximity with God. So even though it doesn't seem like an opportunity to rejoice, I'm going to choose to rejoice. I'm going to choose joy, even though it doesn't feel like a, a party, even though it doesn't feel like a joyous occasion, because this is coming to pass. It's only coming to strengthen me. It's only coming to heal me. It's only coming to bring me deliverance. You know, there are some times that God uses adverse situations to actually be a blessing to us and to position us and to catapult us to the place that he intended for us to be. So because of that, I'm going to choose joy. I know at the end of suffering, there is joy. Weeping may endure for a night, but what? 
joy cometh in the morning. So I'm going to, what I'm going to do is I'm going to step into joy even before the situation is done. Uh, we heard uh, back in the day, uh, Walter Hawkins wrote a song, Don't Wait Till the Battle is Over, But Shout Now. So this is the power um, to choose joy. Right. I don't have to wait until it's done. I don't have to wait till the storm has passed. I don't have to wait to receive a favorable, favorable report. But I can step into joy right now in the midst of it. Praise the Lord. We thank God for that. The next verse of scripture we want to look at before we start uh, go into prayer is in the book of Hebrews, um, which is one of my favorite Hebrews, uh, the 12th chapter. And uh, we'll wrap it up after this one. Now, this is one of my favorites because um, the, Jesus came, is talking about our example, which is Jesus. Who is the example? We we know the things that he suffered um, to, in order for us to have eternal life. So here, Hebrews 12, I'm going to start reading at the first verse. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, I'm reading in the Amplified, who by faith have testified to the truth of God's absolute faithfulness, stripping off every unnecessary weight and the sin which so easily and cleverly entangles us. Let us run with endurance, there's that word again, and active persistence, the race that is set before us. Second verses, which is what I'm going to rest on here. Looking away from all that will distract us and focusing our eyes on Jesus who is the author and perfecter of our faith. The first incentive for our belief, talking about Jesus, and the one who brings our faith to maturity. Remember, we're looking to him as an example. Who for the joy right there of accomplishing the goal set before him endured the cross, disregarded the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, revealing his deity, his authority, and the completion of his work. So we're looking unto Jesus, who is our example on how to look at trials, how to look at trouble, how um, to endure these things. The Bible says here that for the joy that was set before him because he was already operating in the place of joy. How do we know that? He was able to endure the cross. None of us have yet been on the cross. We have not suffered the pain of a cross at this point in our lives. So here Jesus, our example, has gone to the ultimate, um, has endured the ultimate of suffering. Um, not just the pain, physical pain of it, but now the anguish of the Bible says he disregarded the shame, the shame of um, the, 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 work, the work, the walk that he had to go through, the situation he had to go through um, of being rejected by those he was sent to uh, redeem, um, being ridiculed by the very ones that he was laying his life down for. 
So you think of the worst situation that you have ever been in. Think of the most humiliating um, situation you have been in. And he, his was exponential. Um, his suffering was exponential um, to ours. So this is where we find um, and acknowledge that uh, if Jesus walked this out before I got here, he endured storms and persecutions. He was lied on. He was persecuted. Um, he was disregarded. He was discounted. He was discarded, right? All of the things that come to attack all of our human senses, um, uh, what he was attacked in all of those areas. But for the joy that was set before him, he endured it all. What does that mean to me? How does that apply to me, prophetess? How that applies to me is this. I understand that God has given us the power to choose joy. So that means that no matter what my eyes see, no matter what I'm feeling in my body, uh, no matter um, uh, whatever the distractions are, right, um, all of those things don't have authority. They cannot hold me. They don't have authority. Your storm doesn't have authority in your life. Um, the lie being told does not have any authority, doesn't have any power. Uh, uh, um, your persecution, being persecuted, that doesn't have any power. Folks lying on you, gossiping, discounting, all of the things, all of those things that we list as being a trial, does not have, you not having enough money in the bank, does not have authority in your life. In all these things, I have the authority, and I have been given the power to choose joy. So even if it looks like everything around me is adverse and everything is falling apart, God has given me the, the gift of joy that will cause me to delight in him and to cause this is my favorite part, my heart to smile. I don't know if you've ever experienced your heart smiling. It's something about my heart being able to smile, not being broken, even though I was stabbed in the back, not being broken. Um, even though I was misunderstood, my heart wasn't broken. I was able to smile because God has given me the authority, the power to choose joy, the power to rejoice regardless of what I'm going through. I may not have everything I want. It, the situation may not be what I want it to be. But right now, I can rejoice right now despite what it looks like because I know that at the end of this, there is victory. At the end of this, God is going to turn it around for my good. At the end of all this, he's going to bring vindication. At the end of this, there's going to be deliverance. There's going to be breakthrough. And the promise will reveal itself. And on that note, we are going to pray. Glory to God. Father, we give you glory. We give you honor. And we give you praise, God. We thank you. Hallelujah, for the power to choose joy. Father God, and we humble ourselves in your presence this morning. We're grateful that you have allowed us to rise this morning with you on our mind and you in our heart. Thank you, Lord God. It is because of your mercy that we are not consumed. Thank you for the new mercies that you have released on our lives today. Thank you for the grace 
and the gift of joy. Hallelujah. Father God, we humble ourselves in your presence and we repent for anything that we have done or said that's outside of your will, outside of your word, outside of your plan. If we have misrepresented your character in any way, forgive us, O God. For we are a people who desire Lord God, to be who you have called us to be, to do what you have called us to do. But we cannot do it without you. And holy God, now we're looking to the hills from whence cometh our help. We know that all of our help comes from you. And today I pray for the people of God, for those who are on the call this morning, and for those who are going to come and listen to the replay. I pray right now that you stir up Hallelujah, the joy. Father God, we thank you that we know you've given us to understand that you have given us the divine approval, the authority, and the power to choose joy, regardless of our circumstances, regardless of what we're going through, regardless of what we're feeling, regardless of the attack on the mental, on our emotional, on our physical being, that we can operate in joy in the midst of it all, that you will cause our heart to smile. So, God, we give you praise. And, and because of this power and this authority, we can shake off any adverse situation. Adversity does not have authority in our lives. Uh, hallelujah. Being lied on, that doesn't have authority. A lie being told does not have any authority or power in our lives. Us not having enough money in the bank or to pay our bills does not have the authority, hallelujah, in our lives. But we have the authority to rejoice, to operate in the gift and the grace of joy, the joy of the Lord, which is our strength. That gives us the strength to endure. That gives us the strength to press Forward. The joy that gives us the strength to overcome, the joy that gives us the strength to wait on you, the joy that gives us the strength to hold our peace and let the Lord fight our battles, the joy that gives us the strength to overcome these adverse obstacles and situations. And we glorify you and thank you for the gift of joy. Hallelujah. That we can lift our hands and that we can praise and we can shout and we can sing to your glory, even in the midst of a storm, even when we don't, we can't see our way, even in the midst of darkness, even when we have been abandoned or rejected, we have the power to rejoice, the strength of the joy of the Lord to move forth in what you have called us. And now, God, I ask that you release a fresh anointing on this line, on this call this morning for those, Lord God, who are here, who have pressed their way, looking for an answer and looking for a word. The strength of the joy of your joy allows us to shake off any burden, to shake off any depression or oppression, the spirit of oppression or depression, the power of your joy, hallelujah, moving, hallelujah, moving and working in our lives, 
in us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We choose joy. Glory to God. We choose joy over depression. We choose joy. Hallelujah. Over the feeling of rejection. We choose joy over oppression. Hallelujah. We take joy over sadness. Hallelujah. And we glorify you in the name of Jesus. Our heart rejoices. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. You've given us the power to rejoice. You've given us the ability to rejoice. And we give you glory. We give you honor and praise. And now there's people, Lord God, that you have called. Father God, give them the understanding and the strength that there is victory, even in the trials. We have victory. Hallelujah. Just like the Hebrew boys were able, hallelujah, to rejoice, even though they had not yet been delivered from the furnace, right in the middle of the fire. Uh, That was the power of joy. Glory to God. Active in their hearts active in their spirit. Hallelujah. The quiet assurance, the conviction that the Lord will even use the fire to bring glory to himself, that he's allowed us to walk through these things. You've allowed us to walk through these things with joy. That brings you glory with joy. I'm going through my trials. Whatever happens today, I'm going through it with joy. Glory to God. I'm going through it praising. I'm going through it giving you glory. I'm going through it giving you honor. I'm going through it giving you praise. We glorify you today, Lord God, for the power and the authority to choose joy. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We bless the Lord this morning. We pray that there was something said or done that encourages you. Glory to God. Remember, regardless of your trials and tribulation, you have the power and the authority to choose joy. At this time, I'm going to ask if there's anyone from the Gate Restoration Center, um, if you are on the call and you have a question about anything that was taught or prayed, I'll give you a moment at this time to unmute and ask a question. Okay, praise the Lord. Thank God for you. God bless everyone that joined us on the call. Remember, you have the power to choose joy. Remember that you are in a place of victory. You came in with it, and you're going to leave with it. God bless you, and have an amazing day.